Welcome to the Faith Cometh by Hearing podcast. We are so glad that you have tuned in. Romans 10:17 says, So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Our calling is to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. We trust today's message will be a blessing to your heart. We go now to today's message. Word of God says, Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate that broad the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat. Let us pray. Our most gracious and heavenly Father, Lord, we do thank you for this day. Thank you for this privilege to be in your house tonight. God, we do ask you to help us, lead God, and direct us. Be with us through this service. You know the need of each and every one of us. I pray, God, you lay a hand upon us and help us. And God, we thank you for the day you've gave us. Thank you for the service we've been in today. God, we'd like to glorify you in everything said and done. We ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. What are God's talking about? You entering in at straight gates, talking about being saved. I'm going to go over this kind of quick. Uh, but it's talking about entering in at straight gate. It's straight. The gate's straight. Amen. And uh, get me down this a little bit, Kevin. I can, I'm uh, hearing a whole lot up here. Amen. But he's talking about entering that straight gate. He's talking about there's one way in, and we ought to understand that one way in. Tonight, I hope and pray everybody here is saved. And if not, I pray that you understand that there's just one way. Amen? And there's only one way. And uh, it's not by works. A lot of people like to think it's by works. And it's not by works. Word of God says, lest any man should boast. We would actually say on what we've done to get in. Amen? And that's what the Word of God says. He said we'd boast on it. And, uh, but the Word of God says here, he said, uh, that leadeth to destruction. He said, wide is the gate to destruction, broad is the way. That leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go into thereat. He says, because straight is the gate, narrow is the way. He said, where there leadeth unto life, and there be few that find it. Now the word of God is talking about there be few that find it. Now I want you to know today, the church house is about salvation. Amen. It's about God, and it's about God's business, and it's a spiritual place. This should be the most spiritual place you ever come to. should be the house of God. It shouldn't be a place of business. I know we have a business end of it, but this is not a place of business. It's the house of God. We are to always consider that this is the house of God. You know, I, I know we got visitors tonight. Church, your same church should be the same way. It should be the house of God and only God's business. It shouldn't be nothing other than God's business. And I got a message tonight that I'm going to preach. I've preached it many times. And I feel led by God tonight to preach it again. Amen. And I know that He shows me ways to preach things in different ways. But everybody sometimes gets relaxed in the house of God. We shouldn't be getting relaxed in the house of God. Because you know to start off with, it's not your house. It's not Billy's house. But it's the house of God. Amen. This ain't don't belong to me. It don't belong to Kenny. It don't belong to Roger. It don't belong to the people that laid the cornerstones. If they laid it for the right reason, they laid it for God. So you see, this should be God's house, and it should be God's business in God's house, and it shouldn't be for anything else. Let's get on down into the Word of God. And it says there, Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep clothing. Now I want to stop right there for a minute. He's talking about false prophets. You know, there's a lot of people out there today that is false. There's a lot of people in every house of God that's false. 
I mean, they roll up and they have their beliefs. They believe, you know, I don't care about your belief tonight. The Word of God is the Word of God. No matter what none of us like, what none of us do, it don't make no difference what Grandma said. And we we should be living our lives by the Word of God. The Word of God is what makes the difference in our lives. It's what draws us into His salvation. And once we've drawn in, it's what draws us into the righteousness of God. It's not just what we think. A lot of people's living their lives today as Christians of just what they think. You know, I've thought a lot of things. I've thought you'd been mad at me before and you wouldn't. Ain't you thought that way before? Huh? So we don't always think what's exactly right. Our mind plays tricks on us. I got probably the most abnormal mind of anybody in here. Mind plays tricks on me. Mine messes with me. Mine deceives me. I mean, my mind is a tricky thing. Amen. And I'm sure I'm just as normal as anybody else in here. Amen? Amen. <clears throat> Can't always go on what your mind says. Thank God we got something that is standing. Amen. Thank God we got something that is solid. We need a solid foundation today. Thank God the Lord Jesus Christ is that foundation. Each and every one of us as Christians need a strong foundation. But I got some news for you today. Everybody ain't got a strong foundation. Why is that? Because they're not standing on the right rock. Not standing on the right rock. They'll stand on history. They'll stand on what their parents thought. They'll stand on just what the church thinks, not standing on the truth. We need to stand on the truth. I'm going to tell you what, this, you're going to, this message is going to go a different way than what you think it is, but God's got me bringing you up to it. Amen? He's talking about false prophets. You want to find a false prophet, turn your TV on. You'll find all the false prophecy on TV you will want to find. There's, you may even find some prophets on TV that is uh, uh, that's even talking the King James Bible, but that don't mean that they're where they need to be. Don't mean they're where they need to be. He said be, 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 be on the watch out for false prophets. Now, if you think about this today, ain't me and you prophets? Do you know what a prophet is? One that profits from God. So I got saved by the grace of God. I profited. Did you not? He said, well, there's some around you that is uh, wolves in sheep clothing. I seen a good picture the other day. I wished I'd have got it and had it printed out. But there was a wolf walking through the woods. And he done skinned out a good old sheep. And he had it just draped over top of him. So everybody would think that he was a sheep. You know, I want to get serious with you for just a little bit. I'm not a judge. Are you? This makes things easy for me. For me to realize and to accept into my life that I'm not a sheep, I mean a, a, a judge, makes life easy for me. So therefore, I know nobody has to stand before me. But what about the tree? Have you ever paid attention to the tree? You know, the Word of God talks about you can judge a tree by the fruit that it bears. So God says you've got an opportunity. You can tell off of somebody who they are. I've not been saved as much as some of you has. And it don't take much for me to tell when there's a wolf in sheep clothing. 
You hearing me? If you listen to this, if you've got the nerve to talk about somebody, you may be a wolf. We ought to be gathering up one another and helping uh, when somebody's in a need or a trial or somebody's got something going on, you know what we ought to be trying to do? We ought to be trying to carry them just a little bit. We shouldn't be talking. Amen. There's a lot of people today that confess themselves to be Christians. I guess I'm talking to Smith Chapel today, and I'm talking to anybody else that's willing to listen out there because this is the Word of God out here. He talks about there's be some endless. He said, inwardly, they're raving wolves. Inwardly, raving wolves amongst us. I would check my mouth. If my mouth didn't actually, if it didn't sound like it ought to be saying what it said, I don't believe I'd say it. Do you? I don't believe I would. I don't believe I'd be running my mouth especially about something I don't know. You know, 99% of the time when somebody yaks their jaws, they don't have no idea what they're even talking about. That's why they're talking about it, to see what they can find out. I'm being honest. I'm just being honest today. This is true in the church house. It's true in our church house and the next church house and every church house up and down the road right here. There's times when we let our flesh secretly slide in and we start running our mouths about things we shouldn't be running our mouths. I am as guilty as you are. I've seen times in my life I've run my mouth when I shouldn't be running my mouth. Amen, ain't we all guilty? He said they're inwardly, they're wolves. There's people going to be amongst us, coming and going, amongst us that inwardly, they're raving wolves, just out to tear something all to pieces. Here's reality for you tonight in the church house of God. And God himself, when Jesus said, there's people going to come try to tear you down. So you got trouble going on in the church? I think we need remembrance in the house of God. Why not when he said pray for somebody do this in remembrance of me? How come when we shouldn't bring in remembrance? Because it would be it helped me if a preacher just preached on art not be running my mouth. It'll help me a little while not run my mouth, wouldn't it you? Amen. Huh? A whole lot of times I run my mouth when I shouldn't be running my mouth. Negativity. A wolf, I believe a wolf don't carry nothing but negativity. Negativity. Well, I mean, think about the negative. How much positively stuff you heard today? But I guarantee you've heard a bunch of negative stuff today. And you're a child of God. You hearing me? A child of God. Negativity running through our lives, through our veins. It's running through there. Why is that? Because that's what we focus on. That's all we focus on. The bad things about it. I'm going to use an example for you today, brother, because I'm me and me and you was there. He told me this morning, and I was just picking with him, but I, but I mean, it was true words for both me and him both. He said, the devil tried to get in on me this morning. I had a flat tire. The devil get in my flat tire. I said, have you ever thought about the devil? Don't always do that stuff. Sometimes you just have a flat tire. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? You know what the blessing of it was? They rolled into Sunday school this morning. They made it to the house of God this morning. Amen. They made it to the house of God this morning. The, 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 look, the valley was, um, the hill was overcome and they made it through the, the trial in their life. You know what I was thinking about the whole time? I wasn't thinking about the flat tire. I was thinking about they had a heck of a drive behind them. What do you mean a heck of a drive? They either fixed the tire or they got in another truck and they made it to the house of God because that's what their goal was. That's what they wanted to do. 
No matter who made it overcome, they made it, amen. They made it. You know? I don't know how I got off on that, but amen, we got off on it. But rabbing wolves, you know? Hey, I'm going to tell you something. You ought to see the next piece of scripture we're going to go to. And if you, I'm going to give you homework. I'm not even going to tell you. But when I read the next, but not this scripture here, we're going to change books in a minute and we're going to go there. And I want you to find out just exactly who the word of God was talking to when he starts talking. But not yet. We'll go there in a minute. But we ought to think about this thing for a minute. A raven wolf running through the house of God. Let me ask you this. Are you prepared for that wolf to get a hold of you? Huh? Are you strong enough or are you just willing to quit? Well, I can't be around that. I'll just quit. That means we got more than one week. First trial comes to your life and you're ready to quit. You're weak. Preacher told me that. I don't care. I'll get mad if I want to. Preacher told me I'm weak. You're welcome. For me being honest to you, you're welcome. If your salvation ain't no stronger than somebody making you mad or a wolf coming by biting your tail and you're ready to quit and you're ready to give up, you was never strong. There was never no strength. There wasn't a root under your hind end nowhere. I mean, really? What are we going to do to convince you to come back? Preacher didn't speak to me. I'm going to go with this for a little while. Preacher didn't speak to me. You'll get you some of this. Preacher didn't shake my hand. Well, bless your heart. Did you come? Did you chase him down? Did you go shake his hand? You didn't even pray for him when he started the service out because you're still so tore up that he didn't shake your hand. Y'all wait till you get you some of that. Huh? Preacher's wife. I could expect it from him. But the preacher's wife don't tell the preacher that, okay? You may see a side of the preacher you don't like. You know why that is? Because there's a whole lot of times up in here when you don't know nothing about no more and just showing up at a service. Preacher's working behind the guidelines, amen? You know, I mean, better listen to me now. Working behind the guidelines and the preacher gets ready to fall down. He's ready to sit down. He's ready to throw the towel in and his old soft wife, his uh, soft voice wife slides it down and said, it's going to come to pass. It'll be all right. God's going to be there for you. Everything's going to be good. She's cheering me on while you're talking about it. Who's God blessing in that? Hmm? You'll get some. You'll get some. Going to be times you're going to know to carry. Pat him on the back. Rabbit wolves, they're ready to talk, ready to cut them down. You know who most of the, I think I got this scripture lined up right here. You know who one doing all this stuff all the time? The ones that don't do nothing. Don't do nothing. You know what they got? They got a ministry. They got a mouth ministry. Amen, a mouth ministry, just like to talk. Like to talk. I remember one time, y'all probably heard this when I was sitting. I, we, we was all cleaning up the church I came from, where we came out of. I was all uh, cleaning up, done had a big shindig out in the fellowship building. And one little woman over working her hind end slap off. She was a preacher's wife. I mean busy as a bee. Another woman sitting at the end of the table trying to tell her how to do things. Here I came. I said, if you want something done, you need to get off your hind end and you do it and leave her alone. Darn right, I took up for her. Made her mad. She got over it. 
rabbit revving wolves. I mean, you ought to think about this coming through the church. You, 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 if you ain't one, you ought to be able to identify one. And if you did, if you see one coming on, you don't got to come running to me. You ain't got to go running to him. I'm going to show you another thing right there in a ravening wolf too, how you'll try to play me and him against one another. What do you mean? Because you know you won't get your way with me, so you'll go try to find Kenny. Kenny's a deacon of the church. Let me go find Kenny. I'll get my way with Kenny. You know I love you. Here's a little gas money. You think I can get this in the church? If you got him with $20, you let me know. Amen. <laughs> Being honest, they will use us against one another like that. Reverend Wolf will. Here's a sign, Brother Kenny. Brother Billy just ain't quite doing things the way I think he ought to. Think you can do something about that? I mean, I'm concerned. What should we do? Well, if you're concerned to start with, why didn't you come to me? Why didn't you come on to me? See, I'm the pastor. You know what he's doing? He's propping me up. Amen. He ain't there trying to saw the legs out from under me. He's there trying to hold me up so I can keep going. Amen. And he's doing that too. Sometimes he even shoves me in the fire. Amen? <laughs> need to be shoved in the fire. Y'all, every one of us need to be shoved around a little bit. Stirred up a little bit. Why is that? Because there's going to come a trial come along and you're going to run right out the door. I'll never go back. I'll never go back. Give it up. If you want to give up, give up. You know? I mean, it's silliness, man. We're grown people. Grown people. Grown-ups. Hey, let me tell you something I seen in a funeral lineup a while ago. Let me show you about grown-ups for just a little bit. We get on down towards the straightaway right there before you get the foothills right there. And Bridget said, look at this coming here disrespectful. And two or three cars slides by right there. A couple of them slides over to the side. I look at every car that comes by and it was grown-ups. You know who pulled over on the side of the road? Young'uns did. Young'uns did. Young people did. Every one of them was young'uns. They pulled over, had more respect than the grown-ups did. I bet they was in a hurry to get back to church. Or the Daytona 501. You know? But it was young'uns. I thought to myself, look at this. Look at this. We ought to think about it today. We ought to think about it. You know what? I ain't been saved. I've been saved longer than Brother Kenny. Roger's been saved longer than me. And if we sit down and figure it out, it would probably somewhere average out to being pretty much the same. You know what I'm saying? Pretty much the same. So if you do that by going by who's been saved, Kenny would be the youngest. And I bet you tonight Kenny can identify a wolf. You know what I mean? Hey, can I tell you this? You know there's some people that I would not tell absolutely nothing unless I wanted it to get out. I should have went on and let you recorded it. I ask her not to tonight, amen? You know why that is? Because I want to be personal with the church. Smith Chapel Baptist Church, I want to be personal. There's people from other churches that know who you are. Not only if somebody was tagged Smith Chapel Baptist Church, but somebody tagged as a child of God.
And there's people that strangers out here lost in this world that know if you really are or if you ain't. They know what kind of fruit that you bear. You know, I've seen Christian people that I have tried to run from. I mean, try to get away from them. Tried to get away from them. You know why that is? Because if you, ha- I believe if you take old wolf and you hand him something right there, I don't believe he'll only take what's in your hand. I believe he'll take your hand too, don't you? I've seen times that I've tried to hide from people that I know was wolves. Well, you the preacher, you ought to be trying to one to help them. You know what? There's some people the preacher can't help. There's some people that only God, only God can help. How do you know that? Because there was a time when it was me. There was a time in my life when there could nobody help me but God. No family member, no preacher, no, no, nobody. Nobody could help me. And there's still people like that today. I believe there's people in church houses today that nobody can help but God. I'll get used to them being there for long. Listen to this. Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing. But inwardly they are raven wolves. You shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes of thorns or figs of thistles? Even so every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit. You know what that's saying? A Christian can't gossip. A Christian can't steal. I mean, I'm with you tonight. That's what that is saying. It said you can't bring forth evil things. You can't have a part of both worlds. You can't play your role in the church and play your role outside the doors. You can't do it. I think America today is slacking a whole lot of that because uh, no, I, I, majority, I don't know what kind of percent, but majority of the people you meet that say they're saved by the grace of God, their mouth is as filthy as mine was when I was lost and on my way to hell. Good silence right there, preacher. I believe I'll hold out on you. Go ahead. I don't care. But I'm telling you the truth. First thing came from me. I wanted my mouth to shut up. I wanted not to talk about people. I wanted not to wrong people. I didn't want to. I wanted to be an example of the Lord Jesus Christ. Going around talking about everybody ain't necessarily doing that. You got to live your life as a Christian when you by yourself. By yourself. I'm having fun. Ain't you? Well, to think about it. I want my preacher to tell me what, a, what the Word of God says I need to do. I'd want him to tell me. That way, if I caught myself doing it before somebody else seen the fruit, maybe I'd catch that fruit myself. That's right. Brother Kenny throwed one out there the other week, and that's what he's talking about, talking about front of people in front of life front of people, the lost people and stuff like that, making fun and adding to the jokes and stuff of that nature, and you keep on, you're going to be dead in the middle of it, and then telling it, and the Christian representative that you're supposed to be ain't even there no more. Made me look around at my workplace to make sure I am what I'm supposed to be. At my workplace. You know? My workplace. Bible talks about right here, you can tell it. You can tell it. I get look. I can look at you and get an opinion about you, of what I think about you. Can't you look around and do the same thing? 
you know. I'm going to tell you something today. We need help. Uh, our life is a struggle every day, and we need the Lord to help us in our lives. Amen. Hey, you know, it's, it becomes a natural habit sometimes just to wrong people. I ain't talking about wronging them with a pocketbook or nothing like that. I'm talking about just wrong them with words. You know, a whole lot of people like to just wrong with words. I used to like to do that when I was lost. I did identify that as being lost. I don't no more. I don't no more. You hear me? I don't want to. But I'm going to tell you one thing. Me being the pastor of the church, there's sometimes that I just have to say things I don't want to. Sometimes I have to just be point blank. You know why that is? Because sometimes you can't take a hint. A whole lot of times it's like you can't take a hint. God is really blessing me. Kenny, you ought to feel this. But I mean, I want to be honest with you. You know? I put a post on Facebook. If you put yourself in my shoes and dealt with you, how would you feel? How would you deal with you? You'd like that, did you? That's okay. But I'm being honest with you. If you treated the preacher the way you, if you was the preacher and you treated, you'll see you got treated the way I get treated sometimes, how would you feel? Huh? You know what a whole lot of you think of? A whole lot of you think of, oh, the preachers had it easy this week. We didn't have church last week. A whole lot of you just the only thing you thought about, you got, well, I got out of going out of church last week. Or you got to go visit another church. The only thing you was concerned about was, ah, I got to sit in the church pew. I'm talking about a wolf, you hearing me? And God forbid somebody say something to me, and I'm going to lay this out there pretty firm. God forbid a member of this church die, and somebody look at me and say, we ain't going to have church. We will the day you die. But right now, no. <laughs> I remember this church dies. No, we're not going to have church. We are not. Amen. If you want to, you can. Amen. Amen. I laid it on Kenny. Up. I laid it on Kenny early in the morning. I said, you do what you want to do. He said, I don't know what to do. I said, call everybody and tell them we ain't going to have church. And it was only right. Because every person in this church right here hurt over that man. And it was only right. Amen. Amen. I was unsure and he was unsure. Why would you? If, if you're going to be so unsure, call me. <laughs> Go ahead, brother. Amen. I'll tell you why we get so unsure. Because we're trying to do what God wants us to do. And I'm a man. And I don't always know how to do that. That's right. Amen. He's a man too. He don't always know how to do that. So now back to where I was at. Some of you think, well, he just old preacher. He, he just, uh, what's everything he's done all week? You know? I'd like to tell you what I've done this week. I've hurt. I've hurt for her and him and him. You know why? Because I love them as much as I love you. Right. And they're dealing with stuff that I don't understand. But I know how I hurt too. How many of you hurt this week? 
It was my life. This is my life. You hear me? Y'all just pop up every now and then. Pop up faithfully. Pop up just when you want to. But it's my life. It goes in my house. We're to be considerate of one another. Old wolf will get in there and just decide what they want. That's all old wolf will do is just get in there and say what he wants. <laughs> I'm preaching the truth to you tonight. I had one of the worst weeks in my life. And then on top of that, I could have said no to preaching another funeral. But I said yes. Yeah, I'll preach one more. Ma looked at me this morning before we walked out the door. And she said, I'm sorry. You've got to go back down there. You know what most of you was worried about? Getting out the door to go get you something to eat. When I, if I have a quit pastor, and I hope I'll find one like me, brother. Because God's trained me to where I realize that I don't come first. And I don't want to come first, but I want to do what God wants me to do. I want to be considerate. I'd like for our church house to be considerate. Not for just this one time, but for every time. And I'm pretty much, we pretty much are. But it ain't always about us. What are God's talking about right here? That wolf. That wolf is about nothing but himself. Nothing but himself. You know? We want to think about Is that all that's important? Oh, I got to please me. First thing come to my mind is, I told Bridget, I said, listen, that's about half a thing come through there. I looked up the clock, I said, listen, I said, let's go ahead and slide on out so we can go get ready. And I prayed from here to the house that nobody that was left standing in here said, well, he didn't even shake my hand. Because if it's that concerning to you, you should have went with me to that funeral. You should have took me and my wife to that funeral. Let me tell you something I've done. Before Smith's Chapel Baptist Church ever come about, I had a pastor and he was an older man. 70, I believe he was 70 years old when I, when I first started going to church. You know what I've done? When I found out that man was going somewhere, I took him. You know why? Because I was able to. And I, I look, I know God was dealing with him and I know God was blessing with him and I just wanted to be around it. I didn't have to have it. I just wanted to be around it. Amen. And God blessed me for it. The man failed God later on in his life. And guess who he turned to? You know why? Because I loved him. 
And I wasn't going to quit loving him because he done something that the rest of us could have done too. I'm not bragging on me tonight, but I'm going to tell you some things that I used to be. I used to be some things you was before you got saved. And God came into my life and I started doing things that I'd never done before. You hear me? Never had done before. Never had been concerned for nobody else or willing to help nobody else. But when God came into my life and I felt the love of God, I was ready to start pumping people up. You know what I felt like? I felt like I was carrying him. I mean, I seen him before, had a fibrillator in his thing. I seen a fibrillator hit him before and knock him slap in the floor, and I picked him up. It's so easy to down somebody more than it is to lift them up. What would we be if we'd all get to the point in our lives to where we'd start lifting people up, lifting one another up instead of putting one another down? What a consider something besides ourselves. I'm thankful for where God's got me at. The people that God's got here, I am super thankful for every bit of it. God has blessed us enough we've went further than any other pastors ever went with this church. And I think there's a lot more to go with his church. Amen. You know, there's a whole lot more to go. But if I remind you about the wolf, maybe we won't get one. And if one comes in, maybe we won't get bit when it does come in. You know what I've preached to you tonight? I've preached me loving you. I didn't love you. Why would I even care? Yeah. I'll let them get, let them blah, let them blah. I don't want that. You know why that is? Would you wake up right here? Listen, would you pay attention right here? When you don't think I am, I am. When you don't think I'm loving you, I am. When you hurt, man, that girl hurts. Yeah. Ask him. We hurt. And we love you enough. We don't want to see nothing hurt you. <coughs> the word of God talks about wolves and sheep clothes. I'm not going to turn to the other scripture I had because God don't want me to, but I'm going to tell you about it. You know what it was? Busybodies. It says they sit idle. And what it's talking about is they just sit idling. You take a car or something and it's out trying it ain't going up and down the road, but it's running. It's sitting there idling. That road track, Kevin lets it, it thing has to sit. Bam's truck sits and idles. Amen? Amen. Talks about me and you can sit and idle. I can remember times at church where I used to go to. And there would people come to me and talk about my preaching. And I didn't listen to it. I know then that it done failed and it wasn't perfect. 
But it wasn't my place to draw judgment on him. If I'd have brought judgment on him, you know where I'd be today? Me neither. Because God, even when man falls like that, God, that's God's place to judge that man. Amen. To bring that judgment on him. That was all God's place. It was my place to be what I could be. Look, Kenny's not going to fall for it. Roger's not going to fall for it. Kevin ain't. Bridget ain't. Jamie ain't. Ma ain't. Tolly ain't. Amber ain't. They ain't. They're not going to fall for it. Ain't that right? Ain't going to fall for it. I can find, I can sit here and pick him all day. I can Roger. I know I can Roger. I can find faults in everybody in here. More than one. How come it's okay for you to have it? But not me and my family. You know, the, you know. well, I ain't going to say that. But you know what all of us can do? Try. And if we build it up in here, there were no wolves in here. When they come in that door right there, they won't mess around long. They won't mess around here long. Because they know. They know that Sherry will blow the whistle on the wolf. They know that Kenny will blow the whistle on the wolf. And Amber, they, they'll know when they come in, oh, wait a minute. I best not get, I was over there talking and that lady told me to shut up. We don't do that up there. That has really happened here. Amen. I don't think she told her to shut up, but she said, uh, we don't talk about people here. Listen, I don't care if you tell them to shut up. If it's really a wolf, amen. <laughs> but look, this is sweet. If you don't think so, I ask you to go find and look around, see what you can find. No, I'm not running nobody off, but I'm giving you an invitation without saying, where was you at Sunday night? For you. If you think you can find something better than what we've got, welcome to go I will send with you a letter of recommendation most people want that most churches want it because you're not going to find nobody if you're here being led by God you're not going to find that nobody so we got to cherish it because it's sweet and we got to protect it we do it's hard for two or three to do it and two or three to sit back and talk. And two or three sit back and talk about other people. And it's real hard to do it when you talk about something that went wrong in the church to a lost person. That's right. Amen. Boy, does that ever happen. You know, there's gossip holes all up and down the road. I know where they're at. I don't go to them unless I have to. But there's gossip holes. And there's wolves are standing around in these holes right there. Can we call, instead of calling a hole, can we call it a den? Yeah. 
And they'll gather in their den and they'll sit around and just talk. They'll throw God in it every now on just how good God is. Ain't that right? And then they're there, oh, God is so good to me, and I, I can't believe that, Kenny. I guess I, he's the sorest thing I've ever seen. I don't want to be around him. I've been praying for him. <laughs> y'all have been, y'all been through that before, haven't you? Because that's the truth. That's the way people rule. I may shoot them clean to the ground. And then start praying for them. Need prayer needs to be going on before we get there. Listen, I'm going to tell you something I'm going to ask from every one of you. You ain't got to tell me. And if you don't do it, I'm not going to be mad. Don't come up and tell me every time. If you, I mean, I, I'm not talking about wanting to do funerals and stuff like that. I love the encouragement of people saying to pray for me. But I'm not telling you this today for you to use or brag or boast. But I really want you to pray for me and my wife. I mean, really. Don't play around with it. You know, we people just like anybody else is, and I want to do what God wants me to do. I don't want to come slack. I don't want to, come, I don't want to be slack. But there's times I need strength. I'm going to be honest with you. This, I've been tired this week. My, not my body, my mind. You know, today I preached three times today, and I think God has done real good on his last third one today, ain't it? And it may not be the last one. We may go to DG and do another. Amen? Just according to where God leads us to be. But I want prayers. You know why that is? I don't want to get soft every now and then. I know I'm going to because the flesh is holding me down. But I want people to pray for me. I don't want people gnawing on me. I don't want people gnawing and chewing on me. Because you know what that is? That's another battle. Can I lay this out there? I've been pastoring here since 2007. This, this March 19th homecoming is going to be 10 years. Thank God. I know good and well I couldn't do nothing without God. But I said that to say this. I've got a little bit of experience under my belt. Plainest way to say it is, is I don't need people telling me what to do. I don't need it. You know why that is? Because it, it makes things harder. You know, you may see things that needs to be done. If you can do them, do them. Amen. If you can do them. If you don't want to bother me with them, bother him with them. He's ready. He's willing all the time. He's even willing to take my burden when, it's, when, I, when, when I want to sit down and be preached to. He's willing. Hey, Kevin's willing. They're willing. I mean, there's sometimes those stuff is in the works and people think they need to put their opinion on it when you don't. There's times when prayer needs to be done before moving ever gets done. Amen. And when you do the praying, God will do the moving. You don't even have to make a decision. That's Amen. Right. Ain't Amen. that worked out here yeah. a million times? Amen. I mean, think about it. Our business, think about that when you preach. You know? But most of all, lift them up. I want to be lifted up. I don't want to lay down. I mean, she's talking about today. I mean, we're talking about the. We're just talking about the things we've been through. And we look back and it's been a whole lot. You know what brought us through every bit of it? It was all God. It was nice. I mean, we, yeah, it was tiring to go through the things, but it was nice to take a journey from Madison back to Sandy Ridge of looking at the things God's brought us through. Wasn't it? 
what God brought us through. Nothing me and her toted ourselves through. But God brought us through it. I've had help from people in this church, but it was God brought them through it to help us. I like that. Let me tell you how to know this is not the right way to approach me. I think. You know why that is? Because we're looking to see what God wants here. If you want to change something at my house, roll up on me and say, I think. But here, we're going to go to God. We're going to see what God wants. You know why God's blessing it? Because we're putting God first in it. There was people sitting in the back room this morning for church in the church house and it packed out everywhere because we're trying to do it the way God wants it done. When we stop that and start doing it the antique way or start doing it everybody else's way, it ain't going to work. God allow us to use the internet and he's blessing it. God's allowing us to do things the old way and it's blessing it. But it's God that's doing the blessing. It's God that's doing it. We shall not return from that. Amen? Well, how would you stop and preach a message like this? Get us all back on that path. What we need to be. Mindset. I need to be reminded, don't you? I have forgot more than I love enough. And I ain't talking about just worldly mechanical stuff neither. I'm talking about Bible. There's stuff I can go back through and hit again and be like, well, I know I've been here before. You know? Wouldn't you want to pray for her? You know? Wouldn't you want to? You know, sometimes this is what you feel. You feel sometimes there's some people that just want to get through the service. And I'm going to be honest with you, I believe that in this church. There's sometimes there are people in here that's more concerned about what's going on up and down their aisle than they are anything else, and they're missing out what the preacher's even talking about. And there's some that you may just see drop the head while the old preacher's preaching. You may not see it, but I do. Drop a head and start praying for the preacher to preach on, to give him strength, to give him wisdom. Give them courage. That wolf ain't going to do that. You know what that wolf's going to do? What's going on down there? Oh, I was watching them. God was dealing with them this morning. I say, how you know? Because I was watching them. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, when you're paying attention, what you needed. But yeah, you're the keeper of the gate. I hate you didn't let them in. Some people's like it. It's everything else. You know? Got to see what's going on somewhere else. Boy, mind you. Hey, let me tell you the best thing to do. If you can, you got a problem with getting people out of your mind and watching what's going on around you, let me show you a real easy place to do that out. Right here. You can't see nothing going on behind you. Nothing. Amen. Amen. We got rebels. Amen. People, some people, I sit at the back of the church. Well, we got three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We got uh, 
Let me count it again. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We got six people sitting at the back of the church. Y'all thought that was the back of the church, wasn't it? No. We came in that door. That's the back of the church. Well, I don't, I don't like sitting back up there in the front. Well, how come? Because I can't see what's going on. I know everybody can't sit on a back row back here, but I mean, hey. If you're having problems with it, switch around a little bit. Don't let that hinder you, but hinder you between you and God. If you let it hinder you, you can say, well, the devil come by, and he showed me what was going on up there. Well, all right, then. You're the one let it get you to begin with. I have seen some distractions in here. Now the devil was on fire that you couldn't get away from. Amen. I've seen some of them right there. But I'm going to tell you what, if I'm seeking and I'm searching, if I've got to move, I'll move. Amen. Amen. Hey, check out another one right here. You know, somebody sitting in my seat today. It's universal. If something gets up on you and gets in your way or gets get, just bump over a little bit. You know what I, I, I like to do? You know, one night Brother Kenny preached, when, it may have been when he first started, I got over yonder where Roger was at. You know why? Because I'd never sit over there. And it was like I was in a total different place. I was in a different place. We can't let people hinder us. We letting people hinder us. We're letting the wolf get in our lap. You're too old for that. Amen? Amen. Too old for that. Let's stand. Friend, have you trusted in Jesus as your personal Savior? The Bible says, today is the day of salvation. Romans 10.9 tells us, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. If you have called upon Jesus today, you are now a brother or sister in Christ. We would love to hear from you. You can email us at redeemingbloodministries at gmail.com or visit us on Facebook at facebook.com slash redeemingbloodministries.